The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, it is the Toby Gribbon Show. We're broadcasting live from London today ahead of tomorrow's coronation. And we're joined live in the studio now by Saad Salman, also known as the Royal Watcher, who you arrived in London the other day, right? Yes, I arrived in London two days ago, specifically for the coronation. Well, wow. and you've been, you were saying before we came on that you've been in London four times within the last year, which is a lot. Yes. Uh, all by coincidence, I was here last year for the Queen's Platinum Jubilee, and then I was back again for a private visit a few months later, and I was inside Buckingham Palace when the Queen passed away. Wow. Uh, which was just a very eerie coincidence, especially yeah. even it was my first ever visit to the palace. Yeah. So, and then uh, I was back again a few weeks later, uh, and this is my fourth visit, all within a year. It's kind of very lucky that you were there or unlucky. Depends how you see it. It was a sad event, but... I guess it was nice to be there, maybe. I know. Uh, the coincidence, given my kind of work with royalty for the past uh, almost seven years now, it was such a surreal moment to be inside the palace when such a momentous occasion was taking place. Yeah. So how important is it for you to be here for the coronation itself? So uh, I w knew I was going to come for the coronation. The moment they announced it, I booked my hotel and uh -huh. I was ready to go. I think for me, seeing this sort of pageantry and this display of royal splendor after 70 years is so important. Yeah. I come from two Commonwealth countries, one of which the king is also our head of state. So yeah. for me, it's a kind of a very symbolic feeling to be here as well. And are you hoping to see part of the procession tomorrow and see the king himself? My hopes are high. I'm going to try to get a spot. However, I'm not one of those people who's going to camp out. Yeah. I think that's a bit too over the top, <laughs> even for me. I'm going to try to get there a reasonable time. And then if I see it, well, I'm good. If not, I have a lot of coverage to do and I have yeah. to think about my work as well. So I'll probably be the better option would be to stay in my hotel and cover it by watching the coverage. Yeah, that's the thing. You can stay at a hotel and still experience the buzz every day. Yeah. And if you're camping out, I suppose you're maybe stuck there. You don't get the chance to go around and see other places. Exactly. And knowing from my experience for the past two or three events that I have been there for, there's no signal outside Buckingham Palace. Yeah. So trying to cover anything live is going to be a disaster anyway. Yeah, that's a nightmare. So 
What was your background and how did you actually get interested in royal history and traditions? So I come from a bit of an aristocratic family myself and I've kind of grown up with lots of kind of colorful displays and jewels and that sort of thing. So I was interested in that as a child and then uh, kind of technically I just kind of moved on to following royalty. Mm -hmm. I started looking at blogs and follow them from like a bit of a weekly basis and then when I was in grade 11 I started the Royal Watcher um, the night before one of my major final exams. Wow. So, and then seven years on, it's my full-time job. I worked through it through school, through university, and once I've graduated, it's my work. So how did you do in that exam? Uh, pretty good, actually, <laughs> all things considered. It was a social studies exam, so yeah. kind of makes sense, but I... I was very lucky that I was able to manage both things side by side. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it, it because you did well in the exam, it wasn't a regret setting up this blog the night before. Definitely. Yeah, no. I think that's been one of the things I've been very lucky at the way that the Royal Watcher has really helped me rather than been a hindrance to my life. It's been helping me academically. It's given me lots of experience with writing and then also kind of all sorts of things that I cover, which have in some way or other really formed what I studied in school and life. So how do you plan to cover the coronation itself? So I have a main article, which is going to be covering uh, live details of the coronation. We have one article with all the details, and it's going to be updated live. So this event is happening. This is going to happen next. And then we're going to have brief notes on whatever's... So the king's going to wear this. This crown will be presented. Who's going to do it? Very factual, very matter-of-fact. And that's kind of what the Royal Watcher is known for, where we take lots of information, make it into succinct articles, have just basic facts of the best pictures, what anything notable they're wearing in terms of jewelry, orders, and insignia, and then move on with that. Are people quite interested in the things that they're wearing? Yes, definitely. I think there's a lot of speculation if there will be tiaras or no tiaras. I know from my my sources, I've seen the invitation of one of the foreign queens that's been invited, and the foreign royal guests have been told not to wear tiaras. So they, uh, that that queen was a bit disappointed because she, her husband's coronation had two tiaras. And so wow. she was judging the British a bit harsh. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I think this is going to be a display unlike what we've ever seen uh, before. It's um, being modernized and keeping with traditional stuff. But I think today we saw the Prince of Wales arrive at a rehearsal in the Ooh. big robes of the Order of the Garter. So there will be some traditional elements that are retained. Yeah. Uh, and there's a rumor that the Princess of Wales is going to be wearing some kind of flower crown. Do you know anything about that? I do not. Uh, I mean, what my hope is that they're going to do what they've done for the state opening of Parliament, where the guests are all going to be in day dress and morning coats and uniforms and stuff. Mm. But the main royal family will be in, the king and queen will be, of course, in gowns, uniforms, their big crowns. Yeah. But the other members of the royal family should hopefully be in long gowns, orders, and tiaras. This whole flower crown rumor, the palace has refused to confirm it. Ooh. So I am hoping that it is just rumor and if she is going to wear a flower crown there's a bunch of diamond floral tiaras in the collection that she could pick so that may be an allusion to that I'm hoping. Why do you hope it's a rumor? What's wrong with a flower crown? I think uh, for especially for me and a lot of other people who are interested in the coronation they've been looking forward to this moment. In 1953 the coronation brought together all of their uh, nobility, foreign royal guests and the royal family they were fully decked out in their best jewels appears robes, coronets, the whole shemang and 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. This time, given that it is already so dressed down, the Princess of Wales is really our kind of only hope of seeing new jewels and kind of this like traditional display which we would not otherwise see. Yeah, I guess we'll have to see tomorrow. And there's all sorts of things about it being a modernised coronation and a cut-price coronation as well. Is this something that... How different will the coronation be today or tomorrow than 1953? I think uh, there's two main aspects which are different. The first one is kind of the length of the ceremony. The Queen's coronation was three hours it was full of all sorts of ancient rituals, a lot of which yeah. was televised, but some aspects weren't. With the king, it's only going to be one hour long. Yeah. And they're really putting it all into that one hour. is going to be jam-packed of all sorts of events and things happening. Uh, they have released order of service, so we do know what's going to be happening in a minute-by-minute detail at this mm-hmm. point. There's not going to be any homage of peers and stuff. Only the Prince of Wales will be bowing before the king and giving his fealty, but otherwise none of the aristocrats or or any members of the extended royal family will be doing that. Yeah. At the same time, the procession has been shortened. The Queen had, a, I think, five-hour procession through London, whereas oh. this time I, they suspect that at, from one point it's going to take the procession around 22 minutes to pass, and they have to go from the Abbey to Buckingham Palace. So it's wow. not too long. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they'll be in an ancient carriage, which is <laughs> reportedly very uncomfortable, so yes. they'll probably think it's very long for two people in their 70s. But yeah. the rest of us will uh, hopefully... Th- 
I mean, the downside of this kind of shortened procession means that less people will be able to see it. That's why space is at a premium. Yeah. Even though people were not allowed to camp out, they have been camping out for the past couple of days. Yeah. So it's kind of unsure what is going to happen. And then the kind of second way that it is kind of a cut price coronation is the uh, amount of guests invited. At the yeah. Queen's coronation, it took them, I think, 16 months to kind of set up the abbey, build lots of extra stands to hold 8,000 guests. This time, there's only going to be 1,000. Yeah. I mean, uh, from I'm Canadian, uh, at 1953, there were 700 Canadian guests alone. Wow. And at this point, I think there's less than a dozen. So cool. it is quite a different kind of situation. It's reflective of a more modern age and kind of how Britain and the Commonwealth is doing. At the same time, they are keeping so much of that traditional pageantry and hopefully lots of aspects will be there. And people aren't allowed to camp out, as you say, but there's nothing, nobody's stopping them. And it seems like, even though it's not something that you choose to do yourself, it seems like there's a massive crowd and everybody's so excited. Yes, I think uh, I know a bunch of people who are planning on camping out tonight or even have been camping out for the past few days, which I personally don't understand, but (laughs) I respect them for their dedication. It was the same thing, I think, um, for when we saw people queuing to pay their respects to the Queen. And we saw kind of huge queues all the way down London. and. People feel this kind of association with the monarchy where they are willing to do anything to be witness to this historic occasion. Yeah. Now, there's something I've seen throughout the week that's really confused me. Maybe you know the secret, but I've seen the royal standard in two places at once, which, by my understanding, should be impossible. Yes, I think uh, what they have announced is that the king's standard is traditionally at Clarence House, where the king and queen reside, but it is now going to also be at Buckingham Palace, yeah. which is their official residence in London. So there is it's part of this transition where... Uh, traditionally, we would have kind of been sure of what is happening. Yeah. But Buckingham Palace is basically the reason they're doing it uh, is because they want to signify that this is an official residence and it's going to retain that status. Mm. But the king is physically going to be at Clarence House. Yeah. And until the Buckingham Palace renovation is finished, it's going to con- continue to be two flags. Yeah, that's interesting because it's always been that if you see the royal standard, you know the king or the queen or whoever is in is this a bad thing that it's changed? Um, I'm kind of have mixed feelings about this. I'm not too sure if it is a bad thing because there's trying to retain some elements. I mean, from a, if you think about it from a very strict point, it's a bit kind of uh, ridiculous in a sense to have them <laughs> raise the flags at both times and then not yeah. being sure where the king is at any given point. But it's kind of reflective of the way they're trying to incorporate the current situation, which is that Buckingham Palace is going to be under renovation for the next couple of years and keep it as a center of the monarchy. Yeah, maybe it's good for security to have a decoy. Definitely, yeah. Yeah. Now, do you think that the reaction to this coronation is going to be um, similar to that of events with the Queen, you know, the Queen's coronation and the Jubilee last year? Um, I think it is definitely a different mood. The public is not necessarily with the Queen. She had a lifelong kind of service and a huge reign that people were celebrating. Yeah. And there was this, she had a very kind of popular image where it's a bit different with King Charles. However, um, I think he has 
really uh, redeeming qualities. And it will be there's kind of all this talk about protests and that sort of thing. Yeah. But the way people have been coming out, and I've met a lot of people who've traveled from around the world to uh, to see this coronation in person, uh, there is a lot of popular support, and it's going to be more well-received than lots of people expect. Yeah, well, many thanks for joining us. I'll let you get on to your next interview because you've just done the BBC, so you've probably got something exciting up next. So feel free to have any chocolates and biscuits, by the way, when you leave. Wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Throbbing Pulse of Sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.